0: Good evening and uh welcome once again to the progress with university podcast and uh before i start this evening we've got some sad news i'm afraid to say uh regular panelist rob has phoned in sick so if you're listening to this rob i hope you get better soon you're skiving git anyway uh, no uh, he said he's got a bit of a, a bit of a cold uh, so he's taking two paracetamols and uh, he's getting himself tucked up on the sofa and watching the Champions League. Yeah, right, he'll be watching Coronation Street in the jungle. After my little sabbatical last week, where uh, I took a back seat, and uh, I'm back back on the front seat now, so I'll start off by saying thank you,
1: Dan, for last week. Thank you, and can I just say, are we there yet? Because I'm in the back seat.
0: Oh, yeah, no, yeah, are we there? Yeah, <laughs> No, shut up and eat your ice cream okay daddy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right paul how you doing good, not so bad yourself i'm very well thank you good good and uh, gareth how are we fine thank you barry and you yeah yeah i'm all right I'm, i had a bit of a chess cold last week but i'm uh, i'm feeling quite good i've had some chicken soup for tea well, maybe, so. <laughs> i'm a bit buzzing if you can smell garlic i put bags of garlic in so i apologize for that and noodles and chili and quite a bit of veg so i might be pumping after as well so anyway I don't know why I'm feeling so jolly, because uh, <laughs> I'd like us to start off with the Liverpool game. Uh, I was really looking forward to that. I thought we were defos for at least a point, maybe even all three. We started the first half and I was quite uh, optimistic uh, up until Ben Watson going off with his broken leg. Accidental challenge, I thought. Uh, no, can't support
1: any blame. But Anyway, what did you think, Dan, of that first half? Well, I thought the Ben Watson thing is obviously the big thing. It was a little bit unlucky because it was a bit of an innocuous challenge, really, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I know uh, Sterling. Sterling was gutted when for him, he was uh, come tweeting all sorts of things. He's in me pros and all this.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that picture. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, but I, I, I mean, there's been a bit, a bit of good news this week. Uh, Paul, do you know about Watson?
2: Yeah, it's not as bad as they thought it was, is it? It's a talking weeks instead of months. Yeah, so. Um, I think for me, the pertinent point around that is Sterling's doing the PR job because Superman, Captain, I won the European Cup on my own. He was behaving like a right bloody asshole. Yeah. You know, a bloke sat there with a broken leg and he's screaming at him to get up and get a mover. Yeah. That's the sort of thing that when somebody did that to Roy Keane, he got finished, didn't he? Alfie Ireland. it is yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't think Ben Watson mm. will take his retribution. No, though. I yeah. think Ben Watson's a much nicer bloke than Ikeen.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, guys, that first half, what did what we make of it?
3: Amazing, really. I thought we were very good in the first half. In fact, well worth the point we got so far, if you will. Um, but the 47th minute goal by Suarez, well, said it all. The expression on Gary Caldwell's face did it for me. That's it, it's over. It was an over, it's over expression.
0: For me, when Watson went off, we definitely lost something of from, from the midfield. i am been knocking Dave Jones in any shape or form here, but I don't. I think Jones is more a left-sided midfield player than a central defensive midfield player, which was the role that Watson was doing. And, and it gave them that little bit of space in front of our back four, I think, when they went off. Uh, but, yeah, that, I mean, that passive... Uh, of Jean Bozichaud to, to figure it was a fantastic pass to set him up wasn't
1: it <laughs> they were brilliant oh,
0: Sterling yeah <laughs> yeah but I, I heard one of the co- I, I didn't go to the game but I, obviously I watched it um on football first off the yeah I did yeah watch watched it on football first and the commentator there said he didn't understand why figure didn't take Sterling out yeah he, yeah and perhaps uh, you know it could have been a little bit more cynical what do you think uh, Dan
1: Ooh, well you know what I think about those I might have mentioned it on a previous edition I'm a firm believer that if you're a central defender and there's a high profile player you've got to stamp your authority early Now maybe he would have stamped his authority on the game a bit earlier Although having said that Mena Figueroa did make 5 interceptions 4 tackles and 3 effective clearances in the Liverpool game right. So on the whole a very good game yeah. So we shall not blame him too much well, I didn't blame us.
0: I think the only thing he could have done there in that situation was clean Sterling out into the free kick and a, a booking. The problem with second a booking, his bookings are starting to rack up now. I think he's only two off a of suspension.
3: Let's not let's not forget as Portis Shore that put him in a bad position. It was, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, it's that it's that mistakes that you know we, we know you get punished for the mistakes, and we seem to regularly come undone by mistakes. It's not. It's not very often we went to a game and see ourselves outplayed. We walk out of the game and think, we cost ourselves that yeah. by mistakes. Mm. And I think that's probably the case again on Saturday.
0: Well, I thought um, it, was a, it was very typical to, or very similar to, to the United game when we played at Old Trafford earlier on. First half, containment played very well. Second half, we looked straight away we looked a different team when we came out, jaded or whatever. But again, the United game was following midweek internationals. The Liverpool game follows midweek internationals. I really do believe there's something in our heads at Wigan Athletic with regard to games following the internationals. Keep up,
2: you, keep harping on about it. Well,
0: you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. something going on I mean, Did Busser's your play for Chelsea? Do we know if he was away? He, he weren't. We don't I know. don't know. He looked very know. jaded. He looked jaded all, all through the game to me. Mm. Uh, and I think he's a fantastic player. I love, I love him so much. But he, he just looked... It was, his passing was a yard short and he, he you know there was a number of occasions when he was like that right so the first goal the first goal was in bang uh, Ed's good on
3: like you said Gareth came over yeah well's first said it oh, all
1: yeah. did it look like there was going to be a response did there no no No. I think at that point even as early as that first goal we wished we were back on the team coach
0: yeah we 47 minutes me. wasn't it 47 yeah. minutes yeah. gone yeah yeah the second ga- goal came on 58 just to talk you through it, it was uh, Jose Enrique uh, storming down the left over right. He cut inside, um, he didn't leave Boishek because Ramis was with him, and uh, but Ramis was a yard off him as well so he had a bit of room there. But for me, that's where we were missing Watson, Watson would have filled that gap and, he, mm-hmm. and he, he'd have put a block in there but it, there wasn't... And he just, I mean, it was a good pass when he put through for, for, uh, for Suarez and, yeah.
1: and it was a good finish. Yeah. I tend to think that it was the quality that got that goal. Right, but okay. then I would wouldn't, because I'm a big yeah. Athletic supporter.
0: Well, out of the three goals he scored, for me that was that was the the quality goal.
3: Luis Suarez is top of the goal scoring charts in the Premier League for good reason. He's a top top player, and Liverpool. Let's face it, are a good side. We're punching above our weight in the Premier League. It's always going to be tough for us, and like I said. Gary Caldwell knew, at that moment You know, we tried our best for 47 for <laughs> minutes, we'd done well for 47 minutes, as soon as that went goal, went in, game over.
0: I think just too many of our key players had off days yeah. on Saturday, Baloney had a half day, yeah um, uh, Bolsonaro definitely yeah. had an off day, yeah. and I think Franco had an yeah. off day for as well. De yeah. top yeah. of the list for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I
2: think, I think we, you know, we've got a side where if they all do okay, they all sort of, they can all lift themselves up to the level where it takes two or three of them to have a good game to beat the opposition. Yeah. Whereas players like Suarez, uh, you know, I know it's a cliché and it's not technically accurate, but he can do it on his own. Gerrard can do it on his own, has, has done it on his own in the past. Yeah, um, well, There's no doubt, since Suarez is a
0: fantastic player, but I mean, just thinking again about Suarez, it, we witnessed something the other side of the coin with him, uh, a tackle on Dave Jones or more of a stamp on Dave Jones. I mean, Martinez made a big thing about it saying he should have been red carded. I'll be honest, at the time, I didn't, I didn't notice it. It's only afterwards when I've seen the replays. I mean, what do did you, did you
1: notice that now? I didn't see it either. It was only afterwards when the commentators drew attention to it uh, and saw the replay. But I personally think it was a yellow card and not a red. It's the Luis Suarez effect mm. on referees that um, and also observers that say, or if Suarez goes in for a bad challenge, he should be should be sent off.
2: I mean, I've not seen it, but if you stamp him, that that's to use the word stamp, you're implying intent, which I think straight away you start looking at red cards rather than yellow cards, mm-hmm. um, irrespective of the personality. I think I think for me, the ones that disturb me are where basically the the the, the stamper, uh, the player who's doing the stamping gets caught in the air and he's basically he's got to put his foot somewhere and it just happens to land on the player underneath him and we go oh look he's been stamping and sometimes it's not the case at all you know you just you get caught off balance whatever and and, and you've just got to land somewhere and it's unfortunate somebody underneath you mm-hmm. um, like I say I haven't seen the particular incident but we weren't awarded a free kick
0: for it so it was like yeah, oh, yeah. it was obviously the referee didn't think of anything of like it or he didn't see it or he did see it yeah,
3: yeah. for me I saw it on the, obviously, and I've seen it many times on TV replays since. Possibly, it should have been a red card, maybe a yellow, but even that, from a Wigan point of view, it wouldn't have done us any good. We were already losing mm, two nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know, agree, so yeah. so the issue is is us and our performance. Are we playing at a hundred percent? Have we got a plan B? think that's our yeah. issue, not swearers.
0: Uh, yeah. I think I think what, what the Liverpool game answers for me
2: is we don't have the strength in depth that some sort of us thought we did have. Well you see I've seen quite a few comments on strength in depth. You know, you are looking in the middle of that game you've lost you've lost Ben Watson. You've, you've lost but what you've got to remember he's already part of your strength in depth. Mm. So you, you go you're not just going to your next level, you're going one yeah. deeper. Okay. You know you've got Antulin Alcaraz not played for however long, not been fit. You've got other players in the squad that haven't been fit, Struggling getting fit. You know, like me, she's been struggling to get fit. Um, MacArthur was already out, as, as Gareth just whispered. Um, so you, you, you're already a couple of levels into that strength in depth. It's all I'm to say, who's going to come in now if somebody goes out? But you've already lost a couple to get yeah, in that I,
0: position. I was thinking more of like a player for um, Sean Maloney, perhaps. Or a play for John Bosio because they're looking a little bit tired, and maybe they could do with resting for a game or a game or two, and to bring somebody in to do the role for them. You know, were I agree Watson is McCarthy's, McCarthy's deputy and McCarthy's deputy. But I mean, we've lost him now, and, and uh, our back three, we've got four players we can fit in there, we've got boys who can slip in as well. So that is, but then we start to struggle a little bit. You know, we, it's that extra strength in depth
2: that's needed, I think. Yeah, to I' think, rest one or two players I think when you look at the likes of Sean Malloy I mean for me he's our he's pretty much one of our top players if not our top player because he you know he makes it tick you can't really you're not going to make a decision as a manager to rest him when you already consider yourself to be weakened in several other positions on the pitch you know we've, we've been there and we've heard the man himself say that he'd love to be able to afford to give fringe players good runs in, in league games you know like half an hour uh, um, when, it, when it doesn't really matter You know, if we're 2-0 up like United can do here and there and that's why we use the cups in the way we do because it's the only way to give the guys the rest and give the other players a run out I, I, I agree you, you know you do want at times, to be picking these players out of the team and just saying, well, just have a week off and just make, you know, Cause it's not just the physical recharge, it's the mental recharge, which, you know, I think a lot of people don't quite appreciate. But you can't afford to do it. You know, we, we're desperate. Well, we're not quite as desperate for points as we have been, but if we don't start picking them up, we will get desperate. So, you're, you know, it's all well and good seeing that desperation at the end of the season. We're in that boat now. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not, you don't panic, but at the same token, you don't sort of throw points away in the hope of getting something later on. You've got to give everything everything you've got. Mm. you nearly got a monologue, haven't you? Yeah,
3: yeah, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're talking about resting players and you've mentioned Borseshaw and Maloney as players that have played sort of below the 100% level in, in recent games. For me, the one who's played although certainly against Liverpool was the Santor. topic for me he didn't turn up against Liverpool and didn't give us enough so if anybody needs resting on that performance it's him well, in my opinion but what's the alternative?
2: Yeah exactly that's the point i was sort of mm-hmm. making but Not I, Well, It's time to give us something back Baceli well, isn't it? He? He th-
0: th- he's not good enough I don't believe
2: I, I think the thing to do with Baceli is him. caught him in plastic and stick him out front as a statue he's pretty sell him.
0: <laughs> that's what he needs, <laughs> to pretty handy, that's it. he needs to be sold in January he wants to go let him go he's, he's not if we get a million for him it's better having a million in bank and getting somebody from
2: the lower league he, he, he at one point he looked to me a bit in that Maloney role but he's always up top when you can't yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, not got, got he's come enough. on in the last couple of games I've watched him not added anything at all really no he's not good enough for him
0: for Premier League right the third goal throw in which Ramish uh, Ramish was knocking a nice ball over to uh, Figueroa Suarez puts his head on it our uh, mate um, against Suarez heads it out the line all gives the throw in to Liverpool uh, while we're still arguing with the referee about the decision they take a throw in and before you know it Jose Enrique's is wrong side of Boyce, and it's an empty net and, and away you go and it's 3-0 I
1: attribute that goal to mixture of two things. One, lack of concentration because of that decision going against us and two, the fact we were 2-0 down. Do
0: you, what do you mean by that? Dad? Do you mean the heads had gone a little bit or we was, was we wide open?
1: Exactly that. The heads had gone down way before then mm. but I think if you look at the three turning points in the game, the three goals for me personally, and that was just as they say, the final nail in the coffin. Yeah it was. I mean,
0: good thing was there weren't any more Final mails, either, were I mean, what we didn't want, I mean, 3 0 you know, is bad enough, Gareth, is it? But if we'd have come away with a 4 or 5 0 trench, that would have been, uh, it would have dented our confidence even more.
3: Yes, yes, and Liverpool did have the chances. The third goal was was, was, was a, a big thing on us, though, because in that argument with the referee, both Caldwell and De Santo got yellow cards, <laughs> and as a result of that, I think Martin has brought them on for fear of them getting red. Yeah,
0: because it was both irate where
3: well, they, they were quite yeah. irate. So it didn't really do us any good, that No. Day. Well, and, uh, of, of course, Miacchi
0: got a run out, didn't we, when he? when he took uh, De Santo off? Um, yeah, and
3: Gomez came on as well. Gomez,
0: yeah. And, I mean, the game were dead, so it was a little bit unfair to, to mention them anyway, really, but they didn't seem to do anything either, did they?
3: Oh, although on a positive note... game pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the corner the corner, which resulted eventually in the corner chance where he hit the post. It was a short corner if you remember. Gomez took a short corner. Rayo came out of the penalty area, he knocked it back to Gomez, who flicked it back post, and it came across and corn hit it from the right hand side yeah. and hit the post. So it was a and he got flagged for
1: offside, didn't he? Yes. And he
3: weren't very positive. Yeah. Good corner, well yeah. worked corner. Yeah. Um
1: yes.
0: so, so you're right, so I, I am wrong again it was a good move
1: yeah i remember yeah i remember the commentators on that particular incident they were slamming liverpool for bad defending so we must have done something good <laughs> on that <laughs> occasion yeah.
2: plus the other thing you do you know, again is you get a bit of a run out for the yeah the two lads that
0: come on yeah they did i mean, I mean actually i think he, he, he said in the press and he loved he loved that 20 minutes or so that He got he's still of good so yeah it's good it's we good.
2: Give him a taste and maybe we'll see him Saturday.
0: Yeah, and, and the other thing is, I mean what we're forgetting is the Brendan Rodgers effect, isn't it? I mean we've never, never beaten Rodgers, have we? <laughs> uh, some stats from from the game at Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool had 56% of the possession, we had 44%. Goal attempts 22-9 to nine for Liverpool, 2-9. 11 of those were on target, so 50% of Liverpool's were on target. We had three on target, which is a third. So. <laughs> GCSE Maths comes in good for something, do not it? Uh, they had ten corners to our five. They committed nine foils, we committed eleven, yet we got three yellows and they got none. Right, OK, we'll move on to Saturday's game and we've got Reading in town. Um, Reading and Lattice go back a long, long way. I mean, the first meeting we had with them was back in 1978 when we first got in the league, which we lost, so we're not we'll not dwell on that one. Uh, but we've played 36 times. We've won 13 of those, and lost 14, so it's, pr- it's pretty even, and there's been nine draws. As Premier League clubs, uh, we've only met four times, we've only won once, uh, and we've lost twice with one draw. Um, the last time we beat them was in 2006, August. MLSki scored the uh, only goal of the game in a 1-0 win down at the DW. It was Emilewski's debut goal for the Latics. And it shoved us up to 14th in the league. The game that stands out for me between us and Reading was the game previous to that one, which happened on the 8th of May 2005. Does anybody know what happened that day? I
3: I can't remember.
0: You can't. It was too drunk. Too drunk with emotion <laughs> after it. It yeah. <coughs> was
3: the day we got promoted.
0: That was the day. Yeah, that was the day that we got promoted, and in that side that day. Because we've we already mentioned broken legs with Rand Watson. A Wigan Athletic player suffered a broken leg, carried on playing for the first 25 minutes or so, all up until half time, but actually scored a goal. Scored our second goal that day in a 3 1 win. And he now plays for the Royals. Jason Roberts. Yes. Ah. Jason Roberts. So a magnificent uh, performance. Yeah. Anybody
1: uh, want to mention any, any particular memories of that day? Plenty. Sorry. Oh, go on. Sorry, that was the end of my statement. Plenty. <laughs> Plenty. 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 Is that like a kitchen towel? Plenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite oh, memorable for me. Oh. 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 We're going down this route again, yeah, aren't we? You right have to you. get our
3: sponsors' names in. You
1: see. Mm-hmm. Amazing enough. That day,
3: when we beat Reading, was it 3-1? It, it was 3-1, yes. For he... us to get promoted into yeah. the Premier League. Two of the standout performers that day never played for us again, did they? Jason Jarrett and uh, Nathan Ellington. Yeah. They yeah. never played for us again, did they? No. Um, although some of the other star performers did. Lee McCulloch, Springsteen Island as well, yeah. being one of the stars. Yes.
0: Well, uh, Jason Jarrett went on to Bigger and Better Things, didn't he? Because he was offered a two-year deal with us, but decided to leave and and go and play for Ipswich. He went on to Ipswich where uh, um, Jason DeVos was, because he left us as well. Uh, Well, my amazing and outstanding start is, we played Reading on 8th of May 2005, and just over one year later, on the twenty-sixth of August, two thousand and six, we played them again. And in our starting lineup, there was only one player who started both games because the team had changed that way, they'd evolved that much in such a short space of time. Anybody, any ideas? <laughs> 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 Sorry for laughing.
1: Could possibly be. <laughs> Can't remember who I said earlier. <laughs> So,
0: (laughs) we've already been through this one, so, (laughs) any ideas who that might have been? The one player that's played in both games.
2: Esky. Jimmy
0: Pollard. No. No? No. No. Roberts? No, he was a goal scorer, I'll give you a big clue. and He was Scottish. He has a proper Scottish name. Super Lee. Super Lee McCollock, yeah. So, I find that quite amazing, actually, that in 12 months, just over 12 months, 10 of our starters, 11, of, uh, are out the team. And we've got, you know, it's a completely new team. It just shows you how big the step-up is mm. between the Championship and the Premier League and, and, and what happens. Right. Right, who's in charge of uh, Reading, do we know? So who's in charge of Reading, mm. do we know? <laughs> Brian McDermott. Brian McDermott. <laughs> Such an honor guy, isn't he? Who is he? Where's he come from? Didn't he play for Wigan Rugby one time? Was that Barry McDermott? Did he have one eye? <laughs> he had one eye, didn't he? He did indeed. Yeah. Brian McDermott, no idea who he is, no idea where he's come from. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to him, but oh, I yes. think that's that's one of his qualities. He's so unassuming, and he
2: quietly like gets on with his job, doesn't he? But that, that's where you give credit to the chairman, though. For finding somebody who's good at his job, not somebody who's got a reputation. Yeah, well, that was John Majewski,
0: wasn't it? But he's sold out now. So I've been reading today that he's under a little bit of pressure. The new Russians who are, who have stepped as Russian owners, though, now and they've stepped in and the bottom. Well, all the
2: right Russians there. alike for putting the managers under pressure.
0: Well, aye, mm. aye. But he's assured McDermott that uh, his job's not under threat? <laughs> well, that's what Abramovich said to
2: Dimatteo, isn't it? Last night. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah but yeah. I, your job's not under threat new blocks not even started yet. Yeah? how can it
0: be under threat <laughs> so such an unassuming i'm gonna keep this on track stop going off <laughs> such an unassuming guy like this time last year they were struggling near the wrong end of the championship they put together a fantastic run didn't they and mm. finished up as uh, winning the league yeah it was an amazing run that yeah absolutely good and playing superb so they started off this season Their away form isn't that good, they've not won away in in the league, they've won away in the cup, but not in the league. Uh, They've lost at Chelsea, they've lost at West Brom, and they've drawn against Swansea away, and they've drawn at QPR. They've also lost at at Liverpool, so it's not that good their away form.
2: Well that's what we were saying about West Brom, wasn't it?
0: Well it was, but they haven't lost in four Premier League games. And on three. one Yeah, and they've also only got one loss in the last seven. Yeah, so that was against Liverpool, and that was against Liverpool. Yeah, where they went down one nil. So I think underestimate them at our peril. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any any standout players for you in the in their
1: team? Well, you've obviously got Nicky Shorey. He created six chances against Everton next last week, and was rewarded with the only assist of the game. Ah.
0: who scored that goal then? What are you talking about? Adam Lafondra, yeah. lower league player, cracking, cracking league marksman. He played at Rochdale. I know he signed him from Rotherham, but was he at Rochdale as well? I'm sure he was. At, I'm sure, he went to Rotherham from Rochdale. There's a good chance for him,
1: and, and he's, uh, he's he's doing the business since not He is. I have a good stat on Mr. Lafondra. Yeah, he scored a Premier League goal every 128 minutes for Reading.
2: That's fantastic. Mm. That is fantastic. That's a good job. There's no extra it's time on cool Saturday.
0: Yeah, he is, <laughs> Although he's not the leading goal scorer, scorer overall, he is the leading Premier League goal scorer with three goals. We've got Pavel uh,
3: Pog I hope you're going to say
0: Yeah, he's the. Uh, but he, he wasn't in the team last week, so I don't know if he's, he's, he was dropped down to the best. I don't know if it's through injury or whether it was through uh, just through loss of form. Probably. Is that Joe Hart?
3: No.
0: No, it's no the, sorry not. Uh, yeah. Ian. Ian Hart. Ian of Ian. Leeds United. Yeah, from 1927 or something, he's been around for donkey years, hasn't Yeah. That's yeah. from the past. He was up
1: at Carlisle before Reading got him, he was mm. playing for them. Yeah, he's yeah. done a bit of a stint in the... Medium to lower leagues, yeah. hasn't he? Which is a bit strange considering He left Leeds and went to Spain, didn't he? And he
0: spent a uh, couple of years in Spain and then come back come back over here. That wasn't Jess Roberts who
3: we like to do his best on Saturday.
0: Well, we've mm-hmm. already been done undone twice, haven't we, by former players this season at South Players, Hugo Rodriguez and uh Lane yeah, well,
2: Roberts both. has done that already when he was at Blackburn, didn't he, last was it last season that season before? Season before, yeah. Yeah, he's had he's had a go at that, so don't yeah. worry about him on <laughs> Saturday. Jeez. Right. I'm glad you said that. You
3: <laughs> can't not worry I, wish, you I wish you had some conviction in it. Yeah. <laughs> Still a good player. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: It's one thing you saying it, it's another thing
0: believing it. <laughs> and then they've got this uh, this Robson Caru as well, this young lad. He's uh, quite highly rated, isn't he? Um, like a, an attacking midfield, wide player, lots of pace, dead direct. And he's actually. He, uh, Scored, I thought he'd scored, but I'm just looking at little stats here. Ah, uh, he's not down anywhere. I must be mistaken with that one, but it's probably assisted. Oh, yeah, yeah, he scored, sorry. He scored two two Premier League goals for him.
3: That wasn't last week's win, the first Premier League win. Yeah. So they'll be void, they'll be confident by that, will they? will fancy the chances of yeah. winning, yeah.
0: I would imagine. Yeah, and when you think, I mean, they, they beat Everton, and Everton
2: are a good side, aren't
0: they? Mm. They made a draw
3: with Fulham, too. Well, from
2: what I can. From what I can remember, they were a good side on that day as well against Fulham. Yeah. They're, they're one of these sides that, 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 you know, like you had Swansea and Norwich last season that came up and were good solid teams. I think, you know, these lot might be a bit in that boat as well. Mm.
0: And they've been involved in what's possibly the game of the season so far. Against Arsenal in the, uh, in the, Cali- in the uh, oh, what's it called these days?
2: Capital,
0: Capital One <laughs> I knew what it, like. it, was,
2: it was. It was good that because um, when we were at the ground, Rob, who's decided he couldn't be bothered tonight, um, and his mate was behind us, and at 2 0 to Arsenal, his mate was trying to get money on 3 2 Reading, and before he could even look up the odds on his phone. Was it the way around that? Was it the way around? Yeah, uh, uh, oh, yeah, it was 2 0 Reading, wasn't yeah. it? And before he could get money on Arsenal to come back, It was 3 0 Reading and he packed up at that point, I think. He's
0: ended up 4 0 Reading, didn't he?
2: Was it 4 0 or 4 1? 4 0 Reading. 4
0: 0 Reading, yeah, and then uh, they brought it back to four apiece. Yeah. And then Reading went in front to make it
2: 5-4. 27-25 at the end or something like that. I don't it like finished, <laughs> <Some laughs> Reading <laughs> <that's> 32, <laughs> Arsenal
0: 47, <laughs> with, and they, they scored in the 227th minute. Jeez.
2: Ooh, like them games
3: you used to <laughs> play as a kid on Sunday. 7-5. wins. It was a
2: bit like that, wasn't it? Because mm. the scored, that's what didn't say. Yeah, you play until it goes dark and then... Yeah. Yeah. And all the, all the lad with the ball goes home.
0: I, I know what so I, saw, I had a few problems because uh, Benga played the kids in there and it mm. was
1: schooling it, The mums, all the mums had come <laughs> <get him in. laughs> Come on, come on Theo. four <laughs> phoning up Reading in that game. We were all concocting plans of how we were going to win the Capital One Cup, weren't we?
0: So he's a bit like us after the West Ham game, that's it, yeah. when well, we got the Bradford draw. <laughs> yeah. So mm. it comes back and smacks on the chops, doesn't it? Um, yeah, anyway, on Saturday, we've got, as Dan said earlier on, we've got Mr Manchester United in charge. Our big mate, Howard Webb. Dan's got some things he'd like to say about Mr. Webb.
1: Yeah, Mr. Howard Webb has two red cards this season, although we don't know if two of those have been rescinded or not, or if they're included in that total. And 30 yellow cards. That's the second most after Martin Atkinson, who just so happens to be the fourth official. The game on Saturday. Wow, and Martin Atkinson, believe it or not,
0: as a lucky link to the Latics, he was the guy who refereed us when we played Reading in 2005 and gained promotion to the Premier League. Ooh. Coincidences. Could this be a lucky woman? Yeah. Yeah, was that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, just well hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, yeah. we had the so Robins you know, link. Wasn't Powered Webb the guy who said, George is It was, yeah. At Sunderland. Yeah, he did. Wrongly so, sort of, and in the Absolutely. end. Absolutely, yeah. yeah
0: yeah and that's the second time this season he's had a red card in did but he's never missed a match right because he's oh. the FA's favorite isn't he he's the, the golden boy match, yeah, yeah Mister um, uh, yeah.
2: got another weekend off i think has he has he got another one this weekend yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. <sighs> i've got to say another thing we've, we've we've lost our two last two games which has put us on a bit of a downer and brought us back to that area where we're in the danger zone if you will so realistically, against Reading, we need a result this weekend, and all that goes without saying. But we really do need a result this weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I don't think it's a must-win because I don't think you can have a must-win game in November. But it's a game that we would very much like to win because it gives us that cushion back.
2: Yeah, I I'd, That's I'd, what I'd I'd, say. I'd, I'd basically agree with the Perrier. Um, very much like to win. If we don't, if we lose, we're starting to just look a bit precarious again. Especially with some of the teams that, you know, if you're down there in the table and some of the teams below you have been crap, as they have, and you start yeah. to doubt yourself. Uh, you know.
0: Well, Norwich have picked up on there, which is a. I'm surprised there, if I'm being honest. They've come on a good run. Yeah. Mm. But there's still some. I think there's some dodgy teams knocking about. Sto- I don't oh. think Stoke or anything.
3: No, oh, Villa. Villa have been. It's a big if. Pretty Afe. poor. It's a big if. But if Reading do beat us. And Villa beat Arsenal, that puts us in the bottom three.
0: Mm. Mm. That's one place we don't want to go at all this
1: season.
0: Uh, So back to you Dan, what do you think (laughs)
1: about Saturday? (laughs) So are we going to win? Well, I'm not going to make a prediction on the score because I've I've just given up with that. Because it's not working when I'm predicting that we're going to win. It's not working on predicting I'm going to lose. So I'm just going to say it's going to be an enjoyable game. A lot of the games at the DW this season have been it has been a lot of two alls and two ones, haven't there, and I think we're going to get another one of those, maybe a 3-2, hopefully Wigan's way, but I'm I'm not going to stick my neck out.
2: Paul? Um, mm, I, I think out of necessity more than anything, I think we'll get a draw, at least. I'm hoping. I haven't got a bloody clue, if I'm being honest. Right. Depends which which Wigan turns up, doesn't it? Well, we could have them out the game in 20 minutes. Yeah. We could have put ourselves on the back foot in 20 minutes.
0: Depends what team we've got as well, it, mm. I suppose.
2: Yeah. 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 A, a, a draw will see me happy. A, a decent performance will see me happy, if I'm being honest. Gareth?
3: Wigan 2, Reading 0. That'll be for me.
2: Yeah. Well, I like the way we've been quite evasive on yes. predicting the score, you just come yeah. straight out with
3: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm with you Gareth, because I, I think we're going to beat someone, I think we're going to be some two 0 uh, I know they're on a, a little good little run, but um, they're a championship
3: side. I watched match of the day last week, uh, the Reading Everton game, and the first goal that Everton scored in the first—I don't know if you saw it—Gary uh, Smith scored. Yeah, uh, yeah. The commentator described Reading's defending as shocking, and he wasn't wrong. It was absolutely shocking defending. So if we can't score against yeah. Reading, yeah. Having said that, <laughs> I'm not, I just shot myself in the
0: foot. Yeah. But Everton were ever by far the better team as well, yeah. weren't they? And they, should have, they should have been out of sight. And that's why I think we're going to beat them. And I'm with you, I think we'll do them 2 0. I can't see him scoring against us. They don't have anything. Lafondre again, he's, he, he, he's been a goal scorer, but he's been a goal scorer at lower, lower, lower level. He's had a, a, a little flurry in the top flight, but. He's nothing. He's nothing for us to worry about. Jason Roberts has passed it by three years, so uh, <laughs> show, just so you watch now. Patrick, uh, setting yourself and, uh, up. For you, big time. this Prog react. Prog-, prog-, prog Band. Um, yeah, and as well, yeah, we're going to do two 0 and um, yeah, and we'll, we'll be mid table again. Um, all jolly, looking forward to the City game. Right, has anyone got anything to add this evening?
2: That it? I had a joke lined up. but I, I can remember the punchline, but I can't remember what it led into it. What's the punchline? <laughs> Portable footballs.
0: <laughs> I've heard that, it's a cracker. Oh, I, I,
2: Portable footballs? I made it yeah. It was, you made I, it so yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. It was, something, it was something where my response was, oh, what's next? Portable footballs. But I can't remember. what It was something that's been in the news today. That's a
0: bit like the Peter K one, isn't it, with uh, King Kong? I said ping pong balls, not King yeah. Kong's balls. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, listeners... Check t- it out save oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. for next week. Yeah. yeah, so listeners, tune in next week for the, for the feed line. For ping pong balls, not King Kong's balls. <laughs> right, so, uh, so... So it's a good night from me. And it's so good, a good night from him. All. Thank you. Here we go then.
3: Strap yourselves in at home. It doesn't get any more tense or nervous than this. We're gonna have to, like, ninety minutes away from Premiership football. The mission today, beat Reading and you're there, simple as that. Ladies and gentlemen
0: Let's
2: get, ready to, get, get, get ready, ready,
3: ready to rumble Oh listen to it. Listen to the noise inside the J Stadium. you all ready for
0: this Go! Oh, to the god god god
3: god 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 the god the It's incredible!
1: It's incredible! It's incredible. Wait, we're about to say, oh,
3: Drop Pop it, pop it up. Uh. Look it out, buddy. They're in the Bravius chair. Bravius chair, Bravius chair. Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? The 25 breaks, a couple of tackles. The celebrations have started. Just listen to the crowd. There's people in tears. There are people in tears down there. singing, they're celebrating,
2: they know it's done, it's game over, classics are in the premiership, and from here on in, it's just one big party. God, there he is, if you're a pub or a club in Wigan, get your bottles fixed up tonight, get your champagne in, you're going to need it, the town's ready to party, the town is ready to celebrate,
3: Wigan are heading for the premiership. you can start the party it's 3-0 Wigan Premier League here we come and there goes the final
2: whistle Wigan Athletic are in the Premiership and for all the warnings the fans stream onto the pitch There is no stopping them, they can't contain the emotion, this has been so long coming, it's been the fairy tale of the town, and they have finally, finally done it.